So, um, I hope everyone, including you lot, have listened to last week's episode. You don't need to tell me. <laughs> um, but um, if you did listen, I hope you were as creeped out as we all were um, listening back. Did you hear the ghostly voices by any chance? Oh, yeah. yeah. So creepy. <laughs> I was listening to, like, I was editing the podcast last Thursday night, and I listened to some of it back, and I was just like, it was so creepy. And then upon further investigation, um, I silenced my audio, I silenced um, Shanae's audio, and I silenced Tiernan's, and the voices were only coming through in Tiernan's audio, mm-hmm. so... Tiernan, if you're listening, get your joy, get a priest right. <laughs> not having that on my podcast again. Get the house back. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of Jen and Bear's The Podcast. Yeah. I'm Kevin O'Connor-Jones, your fabulous double barrel bitch host. And joining me this week are three lovely ladies, Ellie, Sarah, or Saz, and Shastra. Hello, girls. Hello. How have you all been? Um, yeah, it's been well. It's been such a tiring week because I've been in the office every single day and I've not done a full week of office since like before the pandemic um and i got got the news yesterday that the system we use to be able to work from home is down today until next thursday so i have to go into the office every single day and now that the choice has been taken out of my hands i just don't want to go yeah yeah yeah. i just don't (laughs) want to go um yeah so i'm already tired anyway because last week i wasn't well and then I also went to London on Saturday to see Moulin Rouge, which was amazing. Uh-huh. It was like one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. It was so good. Um, so yeah, and we went to London and back in one day. So it was a very long day and it was very busy. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I'm happy to be here with you guys. Thank you. Sad, how are you? Grand, I'm so glad that January is now finally over as we're recording yeah. the first library <laughs> and yeah. made it to payday. Thank God, it was a long ass month. <laughs> I was your birthday celebration. Did you do anything on Monday? I was very wild and I walked into town and treated myself to a few things and went for ice cream on Monday night, and that was it. Iconic. I kind of birthday. I more with a rapture. Oh, tell me about it. I was going into my 32nd year with a bang. <laughs> well, happy birthday. <laughs> yes, happy birthday, Sam. Thank you. And Shastra, how have you been? Good. I've been off work all all week this week. Um, I'm not back in until Sunday, so... Nice, relaxing week. It was what I planned, but I haven't, I haven't done anything relaxing or remotely what i planned I so no, you need to relax <laughs> no i know i know but it's always the way you always plan to do stuff and then your day's off come and then you just it goes nowhere yeah like i feel like i've been off five minutes but yeah yeah so yeah busy busy for me 
How are you, Kevin? How are you, love? I am exhausted. I had a very, very busy weekend to that I am not really over just yet, to be honest. I have slept more this week than I have slept in a long, long time, which is fabulous. Um, I was unwell last week, so I feel like I'm catching up on sleep and everything in a way. But to top it off last weekend, really fabulous, fun weekend. But um, absolutely wrecked. Um, so yeah, I'm happy that this weekend, zero plans, not mm. anything other than maybe booking a few holidays. So that's something Ooh. not too stressful. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we went to, um, I don't know if anyone's ever been Alcatraz uh, in Liverpool. It's like a prison kind of experience. Like, I've been there once. It's it's a great fun. Like yeah, an orange jumpsuit. You're put into a prison cell. Um, you bring like a bottle of drink with you, but then they make you cocktails. I will say though, like we got four cocktails. And I was coming out of that place shaking with the sugars. Like they were just no. so fucking sweet. I was like, oh my god, couldn't drink like fucking cocktail after that. Um, but it was a really good experience. The actors are really good in it and everything, and. They pulled me out um, to say, like, I had contraband. So in a room of 50, maybe 30 to 50 people, actually, I had to be like, it was fucking me. So I would advise if anyone wants, to, like, something different to do, go do it. Good experience. But yeah, I'm wrecked. We went out, actually, into Concert Square, which is a place I haven't been in a long, long time. And I oh, felt so old. Oh, oh, I God. felt so, so old. And I was like, this is why I don't go clubbing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm done with that. So like, oh, I'm to bloom in, but after that, I'm just like, no, Grandpa needs to go to bed. And that's what prompted me to talk about this week's topic of hangovers and the fear. Um, because I have really struggled with the fear this week but we'll get on to that in a bit um so we're going to go in to news and hardware culture and the first thing i want to discuss is have you seen pearly nicholas sturge that's yeah <laughs> she's finally got into trouble from it's always whatsapp all these whatsapp so i don't call it just whatsapp chat so she's got in trouble um apparently because <laughs> Whenever the pandemic happened, or with one of the lockdowns, I think it was the second lockdown, but don't quote me, um, she was sending text messages to other Scottish MPs, or could be other MPs, don't really care, um, saying that Boris Johnson was a fucking clown. Um, and I mean, she's like, exactly. I don't think Nicholas should be getting in trouble for that, because I would also. No, no. strange, no, no. Well, she's been called up to like an inquiry thing and just explain herself and blah 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 but she's sticking to her, to her word she's saying i shouldn't use the explicit language but she is saying i well i did think boris was utterly incompetent so i agree with her do you know um but then this is this is about a bigger thing though where it's like these politicians should not be using mobile messaging apps to talk about government business because they can be easily hacked <laughs> so brings up a wider issue but um good luck to nicola and congratulations on passing your driving test <laughs> uh, recently passed driving test <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> 
Um, okay, the next one, which I've just actually heard there about an hour ago, um, there was a, an acid attack in London last night in Clapham. Um, oh my God. Two children uh, and their mother and three police officers are among nine people injured after a corrosive substance was thrown um, over them. Um, the man got away, the helicopters were out looking for him and stuff. I think since the, the article I'm reading, he has actually been identified. Um, it's going to come across very racist, but it's not racist. Um, they used a man's name from um, the Middle East. I'm not even going to attempt to say the name. Um, but it makes me think on the radio, because I heard this, it's like, I'm in two minds. I'm a very conspiracy, conspiracy theorist, where it's like, are they planting this? on a man from the Middle East to further their agenda with Israel and Palestine? Or have they hired someone to do this so that the UK will now hate all people of that nationality? Just makes me think. Would it be blown up in the news as much if it was a white person who threw the acid? Do you know what I mean? You'd like yeah. to think so, wouldn't you? You would, but I don't think, I think the way this country works, I think they're gonna, they'll take any man hunt on somebody who is from a different country regardless mm-hmm. of the horrible thing what's happening um, yeah um and it's quite scary it's like you can't even go out now you're like oh, going about your business walking down the street and it's like you get stuff thrown over you and you know the way sometimes you don't always have a bottle of water with you mm-hmm. why would you wash yeah. that all like it's it it's discouraged me that you could be walking by someone and they yeah. just do that to you. See, ever since I think the first time I really ever heard of it was Katie Piper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just remember thinking at the time, well, how somebody can do that? And I just, I don't know, it scares me. Just, yeah. I know it's not really yeah. something you can think about day to day, like, or you never go out, but still. Yeah, 100%. That's why I don't like leaving the house half the fucking mm-hmm. time because you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, well. It's horrible. Well, we wish it the people to recovery all the best, and hopefully their injuries are not like severe. Um, the next story that I have is who watched the traitors? <laughs> yes, me. <laughs> I am gonna say, always trust your fucking gut. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never actually met, probably haven't met these people, but I've never watched a group of more dumb people in my life. Like. <laughs> I couldn't understand the whole way of watching the program. If I went into that experience, trust nobody. You don't know them from fucking Adam. Trust no one. Everyone was like, especially that Molly girl. It was like, um, oh no, it's dark in a hurry, hurry. You know, I trust him with my life. How? You don't fucking know the cunt. Why are you getting so much? Tell you why you want, you fucking wanted him in your knickers, love. That's why you fucking want, <laughs> fucking trust him so much. That's the way she was. It's a silly bitch. Silly fucking it bitch. It was just so tense those last few minutes whenever she was like yeah. looking up at him going, Stephanie, not you. And he was like, No. I was like, Oh, and she had his name on the board. I know. I know. <laughs> and she rubbed it I'm up. sorry. Oh. But to ja- for Jazz to bring that up, you would think, Oh, actually, hold on a second. I'm <laughs> going to write down Harry's name. Yeah, why would a tracer port the thing to continue balishing? Exactly. He would just want to finish the game, what Harry did. Yeah, oh, she gives a bad name and tell me, Jesus Christ. I my do, watch like, went off as well, my heart rate. 
<laughs> it was like your heart rate's a bit high. I was like, I don't. I couldn't even sit down. I, was, I felt like I was watching football. Oh, what were you saying, Sam? Sorry. No, I, like I do fear from all I at the same like obviously it was so frustrating to watch, mm. but like obviously everybody now is like you're a silly bitch. Yeah, like hundred percent. It's like easy for us to say, like, do you know what oh, I mean? Okay. But like, I do feel for her and like and see if I was in that position and I made that mistake, I don't even know what I'd do. No, see I, I wouldn't oh, I wouldn't yeah. be able to, to cope with myself. But you would have to look at yourself and go, Oh god, I need to wise up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said to Aaron that would hurt. be something that would replay in my mind every day forever yeah. I would make up and just think about it every day <laughs> you think you're from a hangover's bed oh, no. a nice person because they're like oh I love money she's going to be one of my friends why, would, why wouldn't you have the money with her I don't know if, if you're oh, yeah. actually like you know really upset about it either you're yeah. upset or you're not and don't say you're fucking upset if you're not yeah. I think he's yeah. promised her a holiday or something, hasn't he? I'd be like, make sure it's a fucking cruise around the world. Like, <laughs> cruise around the world. What does a nine-month cruise around the world look yeah. like? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good TV. Um, I was just like, you silly, silly, silly cow. <laughs> oh. Justice well, for Jazz. Justice for Jazz. <laughs> Jack the Christie, as they call them. Um, <laughs> he doesn't even eat them online. Do you know his whole sob story about, like, he's from a working class family um, and it would change his life? Like, he's on fucking Instagram on private jets and his girlfriend's really famous. Who's she? Oh, she's... Connor Maynard's sister. Um, that's not really famous, I suppose. But I think she's yeah. a presenter, though, or oh, something. Right. Well off, anyway. So, sob story. Just, I just, I, I don't understand how you can go into a situation at, after knowing people for two weeks and think that they're your best fucking friend. I just, I don't and understand how you can, how you can think that. It's a TV show, it's a game. Yeah. I'm not there to make friends. I don't make an awful trader. I get caught out so bad because I would be going around going, don't talk to me. <laughs> it would be fabulous kitties with BBC getting contact. Um, the next story that I have is have you seen that Lorraine Kelly is being forced to present her own program every day? Yeah. <laughs> there is this account on Twitter and it's actually it's so funny. Um, since the first of January or whenever Lorraine came back, they have been posting on a daily basis. How many times she has presented her own show because Lorraine is notoriously known for having her own talk show but never presenting it. <laughs> so people are holding her to a standard now and it seems to be working because out of the past 22 or 23 shows, she's presented 19 or 20 of them. And Christine Blakely has only done three. So yeah. if you ever need a reason to go, be forced to go to work, someone make a Twitter account for you and you'll go in. Yeah, <laughs> I see in a tweet today where it says um, she's been in 86.6% of the time. <laughs> oh, the gays. And she work. was on The Mass Singer as well. I don't know, saying that. She's, yeah. she's doing double time now. Good on Lorraine. <laughs> You're putting the rest of us to shame, love. Uh, okay, I don't, I'm not really a big follower of these two singers, rappers, whatever you want to call them. But have you seen the Nicki Minaj versus Megan Thee Stallion beef? I've seen something about it, but I don't know yeah. what the beef is. No, I don't. Um, so Megan released a song on Friday called Hiss. 
Um, and it's a part night, a conscientious track that takes aim at the haters and critics she's encountered throughout her career. Um, so she she doesn't actually directly mention any names in the track, I don't think. Um, but Nicki Minaj has stuck on the bridge with this. Um, so let me just see the little bit of blurb that I read. Um, do, 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 sorry. So that one of the lyrics says. When a snake feel like you've been playing and like doing a whole bunch of swaying, it's basically telling you to back off. I hear you. I see you. Get off off me now. Basically, that what it means. What, it, what I, I'm really confused actually about what the song is, and I don't really know what. <laughs> oh no, sorry. Here we go. This is the line. So, this is the line that Nicki Minaj is mm. apparently upset with. So the song goes: These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. So Megan's law is apparently or could be a reference to a federal law that requires police to share information with the public about convicted and registered sex offenders. It was named after Megan Kanka, a seven-year-old who was raped and killed in 1994 by their neighbour, a convicted child molester. So it appears Minaj and many on social media have believed the dissent in this song is to be directed at Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, who is a registered sex offender who served four years in prison after he was oh convicted of attempted rape in 1995. Um, I mean, it's a bit of a stretch to think that yeah. that song, that line, Megan's Law, is it? Maybe there's more to the story. Um, but Nicki Minaj has been all over the weekend, all over Twitter, saying that she's going to ruin Megan Thee Stallion's career and all the people, like the fans, are starting to fight each other. So, like, Nicki's fans and Megan's fans are all fighting on Twitter. Um, I did say, I, I can't remember which of them it was, but one of them, their mother is dead. And apparently, they had to beef up security at the graveyard where she's buried because the fans were like coming. Like what? destroy disgusting. the grave or something. Yeah. That's disgusting. Like, that's just ridiculous. And I think Nikki wrote a song on Monday called Bigfoot, and she's like, "That's meant to be a distract to Megan." Like all the fans on Twitter, like Megan's fans, were coming to Nikki because Nikki was going off on Twitter over the weekend, and it's like, "Oh, here, Nikki." It's like, well, somebody goes, "I have seen this yesterday evening." Went to bed, and Nikki was still going. I woke up, she's still going. People's like, Jesus Christ, you need to calm down on the coke. So oh my it, god. Mental. And it's actually made me want to listen to their songs now, just to hear if there's language. Maybe that's for a boy. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's a marketing technique thing. Yeah. Um, moving on, Um, have you heard Arnon's Eurovision song? No. Wait, no, not yet. Well, I'm disappointed because it did send it into the great plastic. Oh, I did see uh, you falling. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, it is really unusual for Ireland. Definitely. Um, it's like a rock, gothy pop song. Um, oh. The semi-final allocation draw took place there on Tuesday, so Ireland has been drawn into the Tuesday semi-final, which is usually the semi-final of death because there's so many countries that always qualify. So I don't know if Ireland will, but people saying because this is so different, it will probably get through. Uh, should be nice for Ireland. Um, but yeah, go listen to the song. It's very out there. It is very unique. Yeah. I didn't really like the song, to be honest. You heard it? Yeah, like I listened to like a minute or so of it and I was like, uh, mm-hmm. 
I turned off. I, like, I, th- I think <laughs> it will do well because it's different. Uh, it's not. Yeah. It's not something I would sit down and listen to. But when I have mm-hmm. listened to it, it does make me like, oh fuck them. Like it makes you like angry at people listening to song and like. The rocker comes out in you. Um, but yeah, go listen to it and then you can let us know what you think about it. Um, okay, the next story that I have is: Have you seen Elmo from Sesame Street? He's all over Twitter. And he he's reaching out and yeah. he's asking people, "Is everyone okay?" Yeah. Um, and Elmo really regretted that decision. Um, because people were coming to children's little puppet with loads of problems that really Elmo's not really well equipped to deal with. So Elmo actually had to get all his other little Muppet friends. Are not Muppets? Oh, they're not Muppet, are they? They're Muppets. Oh, Sesame Street. Oh, Sesame Street. And he had to get all his other little Sesame Street friends. Potentially other Muppets got involved um, because Elmo could not keep up with the social media replies. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> people were taking the piss going Elmo it's been a fucking year already it's only January right. you know people and what were the sorry what did they reply Elmo and stuff they were yeah. just like um, I think the overall one he put out and loads of his friends did the same where he was like wow I'm really shocked at like everyone's replies it just shows you we all need to talk to each other more <laughs> even Joe Biden commented on it Oh my really? god, it's such a big thing. <laughs> Joe Biden goes, Our friend Elmo is right. We have to be there for each other. And all Elmo did all Elmo did on his Twitter was just go, Elmo's just checking in how is everybody doing? And he really regretted. <laughs> you know when you ask in general personal life, Nick or work um, colleague, how are you doing? And you're like, Oh my god, I regret fucking asking that question now. <laughs> just shows you. He was being nice and everyone just lambasted him. um and the last thing i have is have you seen that the woman the video of the woman she's been locked out of her house she's trying to get in and she goes through the top window and her dress and her her hanging in the neck curtains for the whole street to see Do you know what Kevin's the girl sent me this video? I was half asleep. I thought it was Sean X on Angus. Because it looks like the window on the next door house. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not our next from you, first time. Oh, that's such a funny video. Oh, just like, if you're having a bad day, go watch that video. It just really cheers you <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> I was laughing before she got halfway in. Because the other one was laughing so hard, and then I didn't, even, I didn't even notice the tears of it. And I was like, "We <laughs> 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 just start pissing her to laugh." I'm like, we really, um, you push out of here. Right? Is there any news stories that you guys want to talk about? Not a lot to talk about this week. It's just a little bits and pieces, like tits and animal. But um, <laughs> there you go. That's what we have to deal with. <laughs> Anything else? No, I only the vapes getting out of bounds. Oh god, she has to throw it on a bird. I saw Rishi Sunak. He came out last Friday, last Friday night with Lad Bible and said about the vapes, didn't I? Like yeah. the fact that yeah. you have to get the prime minister of this country to do a kind of sp- like joint advertisement with Lad Bible just says everything you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. 
it's not going to stop them. Like, they'll just be no. getting them on the black market. Literally, and then the criminals will earn all the money. But this is what yeah. the government want because the government are criminals. That's true. So there we go. But yeah, RIP to it's it always <laughs> makes me laugh when you see like a big hard man and then he has a puff and you just smell like candy floss. <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> such a hard man. <laughs> <laughs> um, fabulous. Right. Um, we will take a little break and we'll be back with what's ragging the absolute shit out of us. And we are back. Um, so, Ellie, what is ragging the absolute shit out of you this week? Um, tiredness. It's literally, I think it's well, work and tiredness, they go hands in hands. I am wrecked. Like, I didn't realize how tiring it is being in the office, especially when you have to make a small talk. Okay. Uh, and you just like leave me alone, and you can't even just have a minute to yourself because as soon as you just start working someone will be like that and you may get off the club to be out it's like off <laughs> so, and then the early mornings as well so that's annoying me and that's it or oh, being sick oh, i was sick on my birthday that was annoying oh that is horrible it's a shit birthday but that was that was last week yeah. not this week so i've just mainly been working this week so yeah i'm just tired i could just fall asleep i've been falling asleep at my desk as well jesus <laughs> do you know what i'm not even working that hard this week it's just literally being in an office sat in with the horrible lights and then people but pecking me heads on well last week and yeah. you were already sleeping the yeah. best and then you're getting up earlier to go into work to see people as well plus you had a very busy weekend just take it we're not yeah. a show like we are, guys, anymore. We need to remember that. We need to actually take care of our bodies. <laughs> yeah. Now I understand like, why like my granddad and my dad used to fall asleep in like, the armchair after the Yeah. Because <laughs> I literally do that now. <laughs> um, Saz, what's annoying you? This week, anything? Uh, I have a couple here. So Good. one actually... Well, it happened this evening, which made me think of it again, was when you're walking, like out walking and on the footpath and say like two people or more are meeting you and they uh-huh. don't move out of the fucking way. Like, uh-huh. I'm not asking for the whole footpath, but just like, <laughs> like go single file past. Like I'm not invisible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That oh, just rags shit out of me. Because um, I've just got to the point where I just like look down at my phone or something and pretend I don't see them. Because I'm just like, <laughs> do you know when you know someone's walking towards you and you know they're uh-huh. not going to move? Yes. With me. Um, when someone treats you differently, depending on who they're around, okay, annoys yeah. me. Oh my god, so much, and I've experienced that the last wee while. And I was just like, "Are you okay?" And then you say it to them, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Like it's obvious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what the, I mean? I don't you then. Like, yeah, it's like you're. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then the last one is. So this makes sense in my head. It's trying to explain it. So when like you've been told something by somebody, uh huh, but you can't say anything until you hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you have to hold yeah. it in, even though it's something that will affect you, but that person hasn't told you yet. If that makes sense. Yes. I, yeah. I do understand. Yeah. yeah it's just. It's, it's just like oh. there. <laughs> yeah. It's like like I just say it like it's not even 
a massive deal, it will be fine. But just tell me, but I can't say anything. The fact that it yeah. affects you, you exactly. know, like, you're thinking about it, you're like, mm. maybe it's something like, maybe it's it, it's different if it's the better juicy gossip, but if it's something like somebody's <laughs> going through something, but you can't reach out until that person reaches out to you, yeah. you're a bit yeah. like, Jesus Christ, I either wish they didn't tell me, or the person exactly. who reaches out. I know. But yeah, that's all of mine. <laughs> that's enough to do with. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anything annoying you? Yeah, for me, just lack of sleep. Considering I've been off off work all week, so I was like, oh my God, I'm going to catch up on sleep. I'm going to have all these lines. I'm going to be like, refreshed, new woman, bollocks. I can't even sleep like five, six hours a night without like wanting to be awake for no reason. Or like, I've been having night terrors as well, which is like God. quite irritating, to be honest. But it's a Honestly, I don't think I've had them since I was like a lot younger, but oh my God, honestly. So yeah, lack of sleep for me. I'm tired of being tired. Yeah. Reminds <laughs> me that song, Sick and Tired by What's Her Name? Anastasia. Yeah. Oh, me too. That's me in a song this week, so yeah. <laughs> That's hateful though, like whenever you do get time off work, you're like, right, I'm going to change my whole life because I have the time. And then you end up just being more tired than yeah. the time off and you yeah. Yeah, you're just working. Ridiculous. Cannot win. No, uh, no. Not everything, Carlos, then. That is it. Yeah. From then, what about you? Yeah. Um, I, as always, have a list as long as my arm, but I'm not going <laughs> to everything I like I like to keep stuff back for other weeks where I may not be as annoyed do you know what I mean so I've always got a list ready to go for everybody um so the first one a very little simple one I'm fucking sick of snoring like I am getting sleep but it's taking me ages to get to sleep because the person I sleep beside it's like a fucking wind tunnel (laughs) it's not even the noise of the snoring it's the fucking air yes tickles you in your face or it tickles you on the back of your neck the room just over the air like it's unless you sleep beside a snower you're not actually gonna have any sympathy for what I'm talking about like it's just and like you love the person to death but you're like you could push me to commit an murder <laughs> it's, I know it's horrible. Like it's it's oh god, and it's, it's just every... like Sorry. any you know the neat things that you can do, like the windows plugs or like you know I'm tired of saying this, and the excuse I get back is it's a medical condition. <laughs> well, I'm like oh to the fucking doctors and sort of yeah. your bastard in medical condition because I have a medical condition now or I am going to end up in a fucking psychiatric ward <laughs> rocking back and forth because I get I can't get no fucking sleep <laughs> I'm falling asleep during the day because I'm not fucking tired <laughs> um yeah anyway strips tried them somehow they managed to be peeled off in the middle of the night um you try like a mouth guard doesn't want to keep it in their mouth. Other suggestions don't work. Literally doesn't work. So have you held his nose? Not long <laughs> yeah. enough to kill him, but no. Like, I, I, I on the trick where you know you hold the nose and like you uh, pop it in up. Yeah. So there's, there's no air coming in or out, and then he'll just like, and then he'll wake up, but then instantly five seconds later it's. Oh yeah, I feel yeah. 
Oh, and then they'll say, well, you're not innocent. And I was like, well, I wouldn't know because I asleep. I'm asleep, but I'm definitely not as bad as that. Yeah. Like, oh. there with the snoring. I've been on the sofa watching Housewives at times and next in bed. I can hear him through the floorboards. <laughs> Doors are closed. You know, it's not our house. It's not a thing where you should be able to hear noises like that. But I can hear him. I have to go up and wake up and go, I can hear you over housewives screaming. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> um, my next annoyance is, this really annoys me. Uh, people who do not defend you, even when they know you're in the right, but they just want to keep the peace or not get involved. I'm just like, I know I'm a strong bitch. You probably think I don't need defence, but it'd be nice to hear your opinion on the matter so I know that yeah. what I'm doing is right. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to be a bit of validation. Don't you? Mm-hmm. No, you might not want to get involved or you don't want to say your piece because you don't want to start and get, get into like arguments or anything like that. But it would be nice to be defended instead of always I, I've always said like I'm on the defence and I never get defended do yeah. you know what I mean no, so if you're listening buck your ideas up <laughs> <laughs> the next one that I have is um, just in the exhaustion of a busy heavy weekend and your exhaustion lasts all fucking week and then we'll get into this in a bit but if you drink a lot you get wild depressed and down and it takes you ages to snap out of that funk and stuff but We'll, we'll talk about that in the next section. And then my last one is, I am so fucking sick and tired of having to explain myself, no matter how minute, I, I'm sick of having to explain myself. Like, if I say I don't want to do something, I don't want to do it. If, I, if I'm telling a story and I met with them questions, you're not listening enough to the story. I'm sick of it. Or if, I, if I'm like, can you pick this up? Why? Can you just fucking pick it up and hand it to me, please? Like, why is I'm all, I hate, like, being challenged. I think that's what it is. But mm. I just keep having to explain myself constantly. Constantly. I'm like, or can you take off your shoes, please? Why? Just take off your fucking shoes. I don't want to have to say, I fucking spent all day cleaning the house multiple times. Just take off your shoes. Simple. And they're my annoyance, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, very valid. The first word problems completely, do you know, like whatever, but it's my life and if you don't like it then don't listen. Simple. Um don't have to explain myself. Um I put out a question box and people wrote in with um what was annoying them this week. So the first one that somebody has wrote in, um, they have said um back pain. Yes. Back pain if you're sitting in a chair all day in an office. <laughs> Or we're just from carrying loads of heavy stuff back then. Uh, the next one is the price of everything. A takeaway costs a fortune. Mackey's isn't even cheap anymore. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. yeah. If you're only yeah. a six, oh, you need your fucking bank balance checked after going to Mackey's. No. Uh, next one is heading every red light every single time. But it always oh. happens to me. <laughs> always happens. I'm in the car. It's just like I hit every single fucking red light. Um, MOT, it's a pain in the arse every year. Agree. Just feels like yeah, it comes quicker every single year. Uh, the next one is high often is decent anymore. I can't get a GP or a dentist. Yes, we, we discussed that a few weeks oh, ago. Yeah. I felt this. 
fucking cunts, a lot of them. Um, the next one is always having to go to the shop every day. Oh, yeah. I <sighs> Yeah, I'll agree with that. I am fed up. And I just get to the point where, like, if I've been, like, a couple of days in the run, I get embarrassed walking into that shop because I'm like, that's <laughs> must be like, here they are again. What the fuck are they buying? And I'm like, I don't know where the food goes. Even, like, when you bring it home and you put it in the cupboard, you're like, what did I even buy? Yeah, um, yeah. you forget what you buy. Or the next day, you're like, there's nothing to eat. <laughs> I've just whacked a hundred quid down. But like we, me and Nick went grocery shopping this evening before we were recording this, and we went in, and me and him were both really like, what's the word, lost at what to buy, what to cook for dinners every night. I just don't. I'm fed up with it. Like I'm, I just want a personal chef. You feed me, and I don't want to think about it. I, I can't go like without a list. I have to meal plan before I go because then I'll just end up with God knows what. Yeah. <laughs> That was kind of us, to be fair. We just like, we'll have the fun and, you know, get some fish or whatever. But it, it, it's just, I hate it. It's, it's another thing like you have to fucking think of to do. And it's like, ugh. ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with the person there. I fucking hate going to the shop. And then the fucking tills and the people and the self-service don't fucking work. And Araldi now have got rid of like four fucking tills and have now put in like about 20 self-service and you have a big yeah. trolley and it's not fucking acceptable no, and you're just standing there with fucking plastic bags of life just like put your wee microphone on fucking get behind a till little fucking scam <laughs> when you do scam this you shut not an Aldi no I don't think so I'd say that's why um, I love going to Shasko it's just you don't have to talk to anyone yeah I go to Shasko as you go the last few the last few Sorry. The last few times um, that we, <laughs> the last few times that we've done that scan and shop thing, she, our whole fucking trolley got checked, and I was like, "Oh, this is just this is meant to be an easy." I'm just a fucking bad woman. Oh, oh do you know what happens? Sorry, sisters, there, but you know what happens when me and Erin went to Tesco for our Christmas shop. We literally went at like half five in the morning because we just uh-huh. wanted to get it done and like so we we spent like an hour going around we had a massive trolley full of stuff i used the scan and go thing right yeah. got to the scan and go thing and the woman was like um i need to sc- need to scan some of your stuff she had to scan 30 things air and both and shoulders right uh-huh. here he scans one. Oh god then she, so she says yeah, she was like, you've got two options. I'm going to have to scan the whole trolley for you. And Aaron was like, can we not just go to the till? And she was like, yeah, that's the second option. So we went to the till and some, I had to put it all, I'd put it all nicely in all the bags. Oh, and I had to so. take it all out the bags and put it on the conveyor belt. And I was like, this was like 6am and I was like looking at him and was like, the floor isn't too tired. I would literally call this flush right now. but And it was like, came's like 200, because it was like the full Christmas shop, like for the full week, Christmas yeah. dinner. So it was like over 200 quid. And I had to put it all, and then I had to put it all back in the bags and it didn't oh. fit properly. And I just, oh. yeah. So I've never but, used the one of them ever again in Tesco. No, it happened. And it's meant to make your life easier, all these wee hacks in life. And no. it just technology just makes your life more fucking difficult. It really does. Yeah. Right, next person says, um, communal work canteens, can I sit here in peace for half an hour and not talk? Leave me the fuck alone, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always Linda. 
that's true like you know when you have to lay and they're coming over to try to talk to you and it could be work related you just like god shut up fuck off leave me alone oh stick your earphones in nothing will stop when people like but exactly oh that's my head uh next one never being able to find a fucking parking space Mm -hmm. i know people need to sit in the house um, next one. Oh, this is the last one. Um, when the person behind you in the queue doesn't know what personal space is and is right up your fucking arse. Yeah. Yeah. They're breathing down your neck. You have <laughs> to turn around and go inside out. <laughs> oh, I always say a line like, Jesus, there's a way of drafting here. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me in Aldi about two days ago. I was at the till because I couldn't be arsed with the self service because, you know. And there was this fella behind me and he must have been at least 70. And my hair was down like this. And I could literally feel my hair moving. Oh, oh, oh God. That was the only good thing about COVID. People like had to like stand away. But it's like, yeah. like just respect that at all times. Like that to be. Oh. Yeah. Um, right. Well, that's lovely. We're all having like really shitty times. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> And um, just makes you feel more normal, doesn't it? Uh, right, uh, we are moving on to our next topic now. Um, which is all about hangover and the fear. Hangovers and the fear. Um, so my first question, and we, we don't have to do go around. We can just have a kind of an open discussion about this. Oh my God, I thought I deleted my podcast notes. Oh, okay. Um, right, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, we kind of have an open discussion about this, um, about hangovers and stuff. So, what would be your favorite alcoholic beverage that gets you to that kind of worrying at some point that you, you, you keep drinking all night and you're you're trying to think to yourself, God, if I don't cut these down, I am going to end up a mess tomorrow. What would that drink be for you guys? Wine. Yeah, Wine. I'll agree. Yeah. Wine. Well, no, rosé, because I don't like the other two, but yeah, rosé. Yeah, again, I'll agree, I'll agree. I'll, I'll, I like the other two, but I'll agree with rosé, yeah. Mine and mascara. Um, for me, it's probably gin. I can drink gin all night long. It's lovely. Wine as well for me, especially red wine. Jesus, if I drink more mm-hmm. than a bottle of red wine, I am waking up the next day and Amen. I will be... Yeah. Um, I actually haven't drank red wine since I've been on... Well, I mean, I've had red wine, but I haven't drank red wine solely all night where it's my one choice where the next day you're putting five bottles in the, the recycling. Like, you know, when people come around, not myself. Um, and I've never actually done it with milk thistle. So that's actually a challenge no. in the next If somebody wants to come around, we'll drink red wine, take our milk thistle, see if milk thistle can out <laughs> stand. Um, There's nothing <laughs> like a wine headache, though. Well, no. Oh, my God. Oh. Second headache's the worst. It's the most. Oh, oh, my God, yeah. I just want to put my head through a wall. Cocktails are really bad as well, like all the sugar. Yeah. I think that's what because you the bad hangovers with the sugar. Um, Long Island iced teas, I love them. Like they're um, my favorite. Oh, there's so much alcohol in them. That's the issue. Um, my issue is I can't stick to one drink though. Like yeah. I go out with the intention of like sticking to like maybe start with like beer and then go on to whiskey uh-huh. or something, but it, I can never do it. Yeah, like it just—I always end up with something else, and that's just that's yeah, asking for trouble. That is the danger, isn't yeah. it? On drinks, um, and I love drinking, and especially the mixture of stuff because it's such a fab stress reliever. Like you, mm. 
on a hard week on a Friday or a Saturday, it's just nice to open something and just be like, oh, this is lovely. And then the thing with me is I'm very much like with alcohol, Pringles, it's like once you pop, you can't stop. Mm, Like, oh, that that was a nice lead and I'll have another one or I'll make that a double. And, you know, it just, it's a slippery fucking slope. Especially as you get older. Because <laughs> um, there's more stresses in life. Um, okay, so what mm-hmm. are your hangovers like now compared to when you were younger? Um, I, I'd say mine are actually getting quite better, believe it or not. Because you, well, you know me when I was younger. <laughs> My hangovers were the worst hangovers I've I literally was convinced every time I was having a hangover that I was going to die. And bear in mind, we used to drink like nearly every day. Yeah. In the week. Yeah. Um, so I still have those hangovers. Like it's, it's more when I go like to part, when I go to events where, you, um, like Saz says, where you just drink all oh, kinds wow. of stuff and then we're playing. So, like, if we go to yours, we play beer pong. So that's more mixing of alcohol with all different kinds mm-hmm. of shots. So mm-hmm. things like Halloween. Big birthdays, weddings. I have read about hangovers after that. But like when I just go for like food and drink or come and sit in like yours or you come to ours, I don't really have that bad. Mm. Tell a lie, Christmas, I was horrendous. When you all came on to mine, I was absolutely horrendous the next day. It, it's, so for me, and I, I never really got really bad hangovers when I was younger. You always kind of had the energy to just get up and go. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You're like that young. Now, like, I started to get kind of bad hangovers in my late 20s. Thankfully, I've never been, like, a big sicker person. It's always my head the next yeah, morning. Same. That would, would be the thing for me. Thankfully, my stomach was always grand. But it was it was more just the headaches and then what leads into, like, the fear and stuff. Um, yeah. But now that I find milk thistle, I haven't had, like, a, a, like a hangover since October 2022. Like, I still get the tiredness, you still get the fear, but you just don't have that worry of feeling like crap as soon as you wake up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think as you get older, you might get a wee bit more sensible in terms of drinking. Um, You may know your limits more. You may be like, I don't want to drink as much tonight. When you're younger, you're just like, let loose, you're like, party, 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 you're out of the house, you know. Yeah. You're not more kind of maybe settled yeah. and stuff. It's not always the case. Like, there is that negative thing where if you are, as we're older, we have house parties more, I would say. And there's no stop time to the drinking. Yeah. That, is, that can cause a lot of bad hangovers. You pour in your own measures as well. Yeah. At home, like, we have drinks on this podcast. And that has ended up messy before. Like, I tried to record a podcast with at the weekend there with in-person people. I can't use that episode because we were <laughs> drunk. So... There's pros and cons to both, isn't there? Yeah. About your age and See, whenever I was, I'm not promoting underage drinking, but before I turned 18, I never got a hangover. And literally, as soon as I turned 18, it was like, my body was like, that's your fun over. <laughs> and I, the worst hangovers in. But I think they definitely got worse, like mid to late 20s. Yeah, I think that's when I noticed the change mm-hmm. as well. And it's strange, isn't it? It's like, why? Yeah, because like, in yeah. uni and all, like you could go out a couple of nights a week, get up and go to class. Like I don't think I, like maybe a handful of times, I might have missed the class. Uh-huh. But like now, I could, well, I work from home, so it's not so bad. But it would, I would have to drag my arse out of bed, like. Yeah. Yeah. 
Look good uh, underwear. I know. do have suffers with my tiredness as I've got older. Like, <laughs> I think it was like after when I was 26, because even when I was like 25, I was still going out, having like a heavy night and then getting one in. And I was in a full-time job at that point. But now I, I can't do anything the next day. Like I can't plan, even if it's to go to the shop or go for a little walk, I can't do it because I just can't get out of bed. And it's nearly the tiredness is the worst part, like apart from the fear and all that, but the tiredness lasts yeah. for so long. It does. It does. Like I, I went out the weekend. We we didn't go out on a Friday, but we had like a lot of drinks in the house. And then Saturday we were out at like, afternoon time we had a really late night on the friday night not on oxley up early the saturday went for brunch drinking we did that prison thing then we came back had more drinks then we went out and we were out like three or four in the morning and i'm still exhausted from it like i can't do what i used to do when i was younger so it's the tiredness and then of course the fear like the fear just and it's how long it lasts as well Yeah. yeah Like, on say on Sunday night, I felt so depressed, so down. It was just like, and you, you feel shame, you feel embarrassed, you feel like you've done something <laughs> wrong, but you haven't. Yeah. Like, I remember most of the night, anyway. And you didn't, you were just like, you feel really <laughs> disgusted in yourself. Like, I can't even put it into words, but I would say I really only got over that, that feeling yesterday. And that was from Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Like, is, is drinking worth it anymore? To that that excess, not maybe not it, no. If we were a bit more sensible, maybe. But then I think our, our generation, especially, grew up with that's what you did. Yeah. Like that, I know from the younger generations, like Emily probably wouldn't drink as much as us, no. or even people younger than her like coming up 18 year olds they don't drink as much as us they're not interested in it like which is lovely to see no because they're yeah, all no. apes that's why well, that, bring up. <laughs> <laughs> well actually it could be on the drugs and we're just yeah. using legal stuff <laughs> <laughs> um but Shasta, what about your hangovers um i'd say yeah man i've definitely got worse as i've got older i'd say from I'd say, do you know what, from about 24 onwards, because I distinctly remember being younger and going out with you. Uh-huh. And I remember we went out one night and you'd you'd said the next, this is when I was living in town, so you, I remember this, you'd said the next day, round two tonight, and I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. But you know what? I went back to sleep for an hour, got, got a shower and put a dress on and I was straight back out the door. Yeah, there we go. But I could not imagine... I couldn't imagine no. even doing like a Friday night and then doing like the Sunday. I'd be like, no, I'm written off the next three months. Yeah. Like, don't ask me to go anywhere or do anything with yeah. any of you. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. I think for me, the fear has got worse as I've got older. Yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah, 100%. So it's got yeah. so much worse. Like, it, I've had the fear sometimes where I've been like, I actually can't open the blinds today. Yeah, I don't want to see the outside world today. Like, I don't even want to see outside the bedroom today. Like, I, I, I just, I don't want to see any of that. You don't want to even pick up your phone to talk to anybody. No, that's yeah. it. Turn my notifications off. Can't look at it. No. Yeah, exactly. I felt it so many times. But do you know what the oh, funniest God. thing is? Is that back when we were younger, we probably did a lot more embarrassing things oh, that yeah. we just have to yeah. fear about. Yeah. yeah. But compared to now, like yeah. we could just have like a civilized 
like get together in Kevin's, not even say a single thing bad, and we'll still wake up the next day and be like, oh my god, they all hate me. Oh my god, they all hate me. Yeah, years ago, what is on? like trashed the house or whatever and done or like uh-huh. made a show of myself and i think you never have asked about it yeah, yeah. you'd never because you've done it and you've never been like oh my god did i trash the house oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, but... you just get out you just crack on you've done it that's it so, so, <laughs> follow it like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, sorry. No, it's just that when you're talking about like you don't want to pick up your phone and stuff. There was a one night, was it last year or the year before? And I can't remember where I'd been the night before, but I was just, I was dying in bed. And my sisters were ringing me like at different times. And I was just like, I can't even just pick up the phone to answer. I wasn't declining the call or anything. <laughs> and after a couple of hours, I did just answer the phone and I was like, like please stop ringing me. Like, I uh-huh. just want to lie here. And Catherine was like, we were about to call the police. We were like, is she oh, alive? God. But like, it, it was oh, for hours and hours because I wasn't answering. Yeah. Like, right, and I was like, just, I was just in the fear. I was just hung over. Like, I just didn't want to. <laughs> and they weren't even there. So it wasn't as if I had the fear from them or they would have known or anything. Yeah. But I was just like, I just can't look at my phone. I don't want to do anything. Do you know what I mean? And she was like, if you hadn't picked up this time, like literally we were going to ring the police. That would have been making fear even worse. Oh no, yeah. my God. It is, it's nice though to talk about because, like, on Sunday, for example, I felt like I'm the only one who feels like this. And no, you know, nice to kind of share and think we all actually go through it when we actually do excessively drink. Um, so, how do you cope with hangovers and fear? Like, what are your coping mechanisms, um, your cures, etc.? Hiding from the world. <laughs> it is, it's that kind of like uh, maybe like about like three or four o'clock, I might get up the courage to like text into the group or something and be like, Yeah, is that how's everyone doing? You know, <laughs> or answer. answer Do you know what one of the worst things is when people send pictures? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, and you in the group chat and you're just like, I can't even bring myself to look at that because. Shauna and all send pictures into the group chat and I could not actually look at them until yeah. like Tuesday. That's so much. strange, isn't it? How that affects what happens when you're bringing mm-hmm. it. So yeah. well. Or say if you've been out with someone who doesn't drink and they're the type of person that will relay everything back to you. It's like, I didn't ask. No. no. I, 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 didn't know. I, I, just, I choose not to go out with those people. Yeah. <laughs> There's very few of them in my life. Thank God. I'll meet you for a coffee. I'm not meeting you for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as secure, mine used to be, um, I'm pretty sure it used to be Lugazade Sport, but it was fizzy. Now, this is back whenever I worked in the shop. My first job, that, a packet of beef hula hoops and an ice pop used to be my kind of here, no bother. Now, I can't like lock it anything fizzy until later that evening. Just like I need tea, I need uh-huh. cold drinks, like diluting or something. Maybe we snack at some point, but nothing like like toast or something. Just, but I don't know. I haven't really yeah. found a cure now. But I'm just like I don't know. Would your stomach be a bit sensitive the day after? Oh, I'll be. I'm never normally sick. I'm, I've can count a handful of times that I've been sick the next day but it's that feeling of needing to be sick and you're just like oh I don't know if mm-hmm. I can't eat but then it gets like five o'clock and I'm eating all around me I'm like give me everything uh, I think <laughs> having the air as well suppresses your appetite because you're so anxious like you're, yeah, no, you're not interested yeah. to eat anything yeah yeah um, mad. um 
my kind of things to cope obviously I'm not so I, I always say do it it might not work for everybody but it does generally work for most people that I, I do suggest it so, um, just about the tiredness sleep as much as you can um, yeah. with the fear kind of thing again it's that, that like shut yourself away from the world that might not be the best thing to do but I think for me the fear it's it's a thing where you just kind of have to pass the time with it mm-hmm. like it goes away in a few days or whenever it goes away for you um I haven't really found a lot to help over the years with the fear you just kind of have to go with the motions and kind of go through the stress of like the anxiety a wee bit and just kind of sleep it off as much as you can um saying that though I did go out on Tuesday to meet a friend and it kind of did help me so if you can push yourself to go out maybe to get yeah. over the anxiety that, that could help um with the hangover itself I always find if you drink plenty of water the day before try to drink as much water during so depending on the event you know it could be a whole bottle of brunch day thing you don't want to be pissing all day but like Try to have a glass of water with the drink. So you've always got the go-between. And then obviously the day after, try and drink as much water as you can as well. Um, And then I find loads of greasy food. Like crisps. Get a tiny that night. That will just set you up again for for the rest of the week. Um, What about you girls, Ellie and Sastra? Um, Well... See, my hangover is so different. One time I'll wake up and I can't even have any water or anything because I just can't get being sick. <laughs> and then another time I'll wake up and I'll just want everything and I'll have about three takeaways in one day. So mainly, um, milk thistle is hit or miss for me. It depends uh-huh. when I take it. I found that if I forget to take it and I'm like one drink down and I take it, might as well not have yeah what if i take it like an hour before i'm all right but my big thing is like um like a fountain diet coke uh-huh. so like a mackey's or a takeaway diet coke is amazing um anything greasy so like a sausage and egg sandwich is great well, or a mackey's and egg from a <laughs> <laughs> i love it oh well i can't eat like the chinese i can't eat chinese when i'm hungry not when i'm hungry over i can't either no no maybe a pizza but it depends but yeah. the mahis is like my ultimate like yeah you know, oh yeah Mac- i want a mahis definitely yeah same mine um, mine's quite specific so i need you know those big bottles you can get of um of lucas aid the fizzy one but the original can't be yeah. the orange it's too sweet yeah so i need to start my day on or whenever I wake up, because I, I normally wake up really, really early. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You don't I get a rest sleep after no, drinking. No. no. No, so I need one of them. And then I purposely, it sounds really stupid, but I purposely starve myself till about four or five o'clock. Right. And then I'll order 20 nuggets, a double cheeseburger, large fries, and a full fat Coke, and I'll be fine. Approximately Iconic. two hours later, when I've had a little bit more sleep, I'm just a new woman. I'm fine. Iconic. <laughs> that, that, is, that, that is like my go-to every single that time I'm hungover. Like the level of planning you need to do for a hungover day. Literally. If I haven't got that Lucas Aid in the night before, no, I may have, no. May as well not even, not. <laughs> On the subject of Lucas Aid and Apple, Lucas Aid's very good. Oh, an apple. Apple. Yeah, apple because I ate the green bottle. 
I don't know how that one. It's not like an orange because I can't drink orange now. It makes me want to just like shave my teeth. But um, the green, if you put it in like, so it's ice cold, it's amazing. Are we going to say that? I find a few times on like the last couple of hangovers, I know it's so hard and we're talking about just lying in bed and hiding yourself from the world. But sometimes if you just force yourself to get up and yeah. like get out of the house, go for yeah. a walk, do whatever uh-huh. it is, sometimes that actually does really help. It's yeah. so hard to do it. Yeah. Well, just yeah, push yourself. It is. Your own, your own thoughts are your worst enemy. Oh, yeah. Your thoughts are, oh, just stay in bed. Sure, why would you want to go out? Yeah. Like, um, if you can get a shire, that genuinely yeah. helps yeah. a wee bit. Uh, a shire always makes you feel better, doesn't it? Um, also, I, I find we can see the tears. If you want something funny, I always find like when I'm feeling that way, you don't want to focus on something. Like, yeah. so mm-hmm. if you're watching a TV series, I find I can't fo- I can't watch that TV series for at least two or three days because I can't focus. Yeah. So you watch something like a funny film or some fun something that makes you laugh to get you out. Don't watch anything sad. Don't watch no. anything scary because you'll be no. up all night thinking that you're fucking someone like something <laughs> in your house. I've had that before where I am that fucking anxious anxiety written that you think the, the film that you've watched you think there's somebody under your floorboard like it's just although i do love watching it early in the morning when you wake up hungover but then the night time you regret it so you can never win really but watch something funny and just relax and try and maybe go for a wee walk as that so um but if you have plans the next day you just have to get on with it yeah. Maybe, sometimes that's the best thing. Maybe it's worse that you have no plans, so maybe like you're out on a Saturday. I always try and do a Friday night though, because then you've got the extra day to remember. Oh yeah. Ages. If you do though, I can't remember what I was going to say. Yeah. Anyway, try and make plans for the next day. Uh, maybe maybe force yourself to have plans, like mm-hmm. go out. Book, book somewhere for like yeah. lunch or breakfast or something and force yourself to go maybe that will help i don't know um okay so i put out a question box for people to write in about any advice for them to get over hangovers and the fear and what helps alleviate your symptoms so i'm gonna read them out so the first one is headache patches now i didn't know about this until the girls did this at the weekend they went quite early on the sunday to the airport um, and they were wearing, you know, those cooling patches you just stick onto your head. Cooling suits, yeah. Yeah, that's cooling suit. Very good idea, especially if you're prone to headaches. Mm, yeah. So I, I would agree. Um, eat a banana for the potassium. Mm. I've never heard of that before. No, I no. I don't think I could. No. I don't no, have a stomach in the morning, but it's just bananas off the first thing I'm craving when I wake You know, like, I'm not a big fizzy drink, fizzy drink person. We see the next day after another drink, and oh, Jesus, give me all the Mackey's Coke, give me, give me all the fizzy drinks. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Which I always really struggle, you know, with when people use Coke as their mixer. Like, Nick would drink like a Coke for like a whiskey, mm-hmm. and the next day he's drinking Coke again. I'm just like, how can you do that? Okay. No, it's different. It's that different. is nice. drink for me the next day. Yeah. 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 I can't drink blackcurrant. I can't drink blackcurrant dilution yeah. for a week. You need to separate them in my head. Like, I'm just yeah. not waking up the next day going craving because all I would taste would be the vodka or the whiskey or whatever else is in it. Well, uh, okay, the next part says eat ice and get some Deloralite Del- into you. Never really talk Deloralites. Like, do they work too? Does anybody know? I've heard it rehydrates you. I've heard that before you go to bed with a pint of water is good. Yeah. Must give it I've only ever had one when I had a stomach bug and it did do the job, to be fair. Okay. Oh, those are it the snacks. Well, yeah. aren't they, the wee thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, the next one is 28 nuggets, uh, cheeseburger, and go back to sleep. Love it. Uh, the next one is sleep it off, aka put yourself in a self induced coma. I love it. Sleep, do that. Uh, drinking plenty of water the day of drinking does help the hangover. Okay, very good. Hydration is key. Uh, the next one is knowing when to call it a night, plain and simple. Okay, we don't want to fucking lecture, no. love. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is a non-drinker. <laughs> 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 we don't want to judgment, love. Thank you. And the last one is... <laughs> this is obviously from a man. Hangover, wank or sex. <laughs> Um, have we ever had hungover sex? Of course. Do you yeah. help or made it worse? It depends. Because I have yeah. a sick belly, so if I get Not too much motion in the ocean, uh, it's jiggling <laughs> and stuff. It... If it helps you go back asleep, then yeah, all good. But if not, then uh... yeah. Yeah, as long as I can lie, they're like a sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fabulous! Uh, right, hopefully we have helped you. If you are, st- if you're listening to this on Saturday and you're dying with a hangover, then hopefully we'll help you, inspire you to do some things to help you alleviate your symptoms. Um, yeah, fabulous. Uh, we will be right back with our last section of advice. <laughs> As always, we finish every podcast with some advice. Um, we try to help you the best that we can. Um, so I'm going to read out two questions this week and we're going to try and answer the best that we can. So first one is, um, my friends can be quite reliant on alcohol to have a good time. Are we the friends? Sometimes I'm in the mood to have a drink, other times I'm not. When I decide I'm not going to drink, they can become very annoyed and aggressive about it. Mm. I feel like I have to defend my actions constantly. What would you do in this situation? Do I tell them to mind their own business or do I stop meeting up with them altogether? Hmm. That's definitely not us. Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I said that's definitely not us. (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't think we're pushy. Like, if you don't want to drink, you don't want to drink. Maybe in our younger years, we could have been quite pushy. We're just like, just yeah. like, bad with the shots. Now, 
I don't have a shot, have a shot, have a shot. Like, so maybe it's an age thing as well. Maybe your friends will grow out of it. Um, what do you think? Yeah, like, I just don't think they should be, like, getting aggressive if you don't want to drink. Like, I mean, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not no skin off their nose. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would either, I would tell them to wise up, mind their own business, and if that doesn't work, get rid of the friend. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Got new friends if they won't listen. They're my yeah. friends. I mean, I would maybe just get aggressive back. <laughs> be like, you've had enough. <laughs> yeah. You know. At the end of the day, if the person's comfortable with the mates drinking, they should be yeah. comfortable with them not drinking. Exactly. I'm not bothered if you drink or well, not. I'm still yeah. drinking. Like as long as you're not saying I'm not drinking, so none of you drink. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Then yeah. I'm or, not, that, or the person's not like being judgy, you know, it's like, oh, oh yeah. don't you think you've had enough? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think don't be that it's a very personal thing because, you know, when people say, like, oh, oh, you're not having a good time if you don't drink, well, that person could end up like us and be crippled with depression and anxiety the next day. And maybe the drinking for them just isn't worth it the next day. And maybe mm-hmm. they're going through something mentally. Like, you just don't yeah. know people's personal struggles. Um, yeah. So if you want to have a drink, if your friends want to have a drink, um, let them drink to their heart's content. You shouldn't be judged for that or be told off or you shouldn't have to explain yourself either. Like if you don't yeah. want to drink, you should just say, I'm not drinking. And if they're real friends, that's the end of it. Like yeah. and say, oh, is everything all right? Like be a friend. And But if they keep pushing you, just, oh, just have this drink, have this drink. Like tell them to fuck off. Yeah. You know, yeah. Simple. Do you know what though as well? There's so many alcoholic free alternatives now. Like I Mm. went when I was in London the other day, I went to the Ivy Uh and they had two menus that were just alcoholic free cocktails and like Mm. everything. So the person you could have that to kind of feel like you are drinking with them. Yeah, but then why do you need to feel that? Like just not drink but order a fucking coke. See this (laughs) bullshit of the fucking (laughs) mocktails and a tenner for a mocktail. Why the fuck would you waste your money on that? In fairness though, I've had like was it non alcoholic crony or something before and there was something else. And like it tastes nice. Like I just like the taste of it. Do you know what I mean? It's not that And sometimes you do get not a placebo effect, but like you just you know, you, you feel more the buzz. Yeah. Yeah. I can maybe understand beer a bit more because especially with men, men are always I'm gonna need to be macho, I need to look like I'm drinking with my mates kind of situation. In terms of cocktails, it's all just fucking sugar and just yeah. um, I don't understand why you would waste the same amount of money. There's a bar that's opened up in Manchester and I cannot remember the name of it, but it was it was big on social media that it was um an alcohol free bar so that people who didn't want to drink had somewhere to go. And the price of the cocktails were like a tenner. And I was like, what yeah, that's really the fuck would you pay that for? I'll stay home and have a glass of cranberry juice. Like, do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't go out and have a glass of Coke. There's no, there's no harm. If you're not drinking, yeah. have a glass of Coke. Have a soda water with lime in it. You know, there are yeah. other ways that you don't need to prove to other people that, oh, I'm having a cocktail to make it's all about other people you're doing this to make other people think you're drinking what does it matter just say you're not drinking stop trying to appease other fucking people 
Yeah. Two thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> that is very good opinion. I was just saying it as in like in case they wanted to feel like they were drinking, but I get what you're saying. If if I like ever I don't think I'll ever will, but if I ever go the sober life, uh, I think I would just drink like a diet coke when I was out. Yeah, like uh, it does my head in. Just all that you're not drinking and if if they, if your friends have an issue with it, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Not your real friends. Um, okay, and the last question I'm going to read out is, okay, so I was listening to an episode the other day and I got inspired about the way you're cutting people out of your life and deleting people off social media, etc. I was talking about this to my partner and he said, you can't be doing that, cutting people out. Why would you want to cause problems? My question is, how do you make big changes in your life when people judge you for the choices that you make? I don't see that. I don't understand why that's an issue. Yeah. Like, if it's not people that you, like, talk to or whatever, like, why why do you need to have them? Do you know if that's Mm. something you want to do? Maybe they're cutting people out of their life that they do talk to maybe as a couple and they're no longer doing it. I don't don't But maybe it could be a situation like we've just spoke about. Maybe those friends Uh have just grown apart. Uh People... Like, just because you've been friends for years doesn't mean that you're going to be friends forever. Exactly. Like, you don't have to stay friends yeah. just for the sake of it, you know? Like, I'm very black and white with stuff like this. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for being inspired. It means a lot. But <laughs> I'm very black and white. I'm just like, if I don't want to speak to some, I, I hate having to explain myself. If I don't want to speak to somebody or I don't want that person in my life anymore or I want to delete people off my social media, it is your life, your life only, yeah. your social media. You're entitled to do whatever the fuck you want. Do it. Yeah. And do not explain yourself to anybody. I don't care if they're your partner. Tell your partner to fuck off as well. It, unless it directly affects him. I don't think they should be judging you. Like, it's, it's up yeah. to you yeah. to do what you want. I, like, I hate that. As you say, like, if it's like a mutual friend that you as a couple, like, go out with or speak to uh-huh. or whatever, I can maybe see that maybe that needs a wee bit more of a conversation depending uh-huh. on why it is you're putting them out of your life. Yeah. But I don't think you should be judged. No. No, no. I, I really, I don't. I, I suppose that if, you're, if your partner or whomever, could be anyone saying this to you, or judging you on the changes you're making in your life, to me that's more of an insecurity. It's like they yeah. are seeing in themselves that, okay, this person's strong enough to make these changes, mm-hmm. identify mm-hmm. that this is something yeah. they want to do in their life. They are just like, well, I, I wouldn't do that. It all comes, every problem, yeah. every drama in life always comes back to the other person feeling insecure. Yeah, some people like feel threatened when you start to mm-hmm. make changes in your life for the better because you're moving up uh-huh. or you're moving away in your life whereas they're still, in, still stuck, like, stuck in uh-huh. there. I think a lot of people get like, what's the word? They get used to them uh, themselves and like the friends and the partner all just living like the same life over and over again but eventually one of those people if not all of them are gonna go do you know what i'm getting to this age life's Uh too short why am i in the same job why am i like Uh drinking or why am i and then they start to do things for the better and then that's when you find people will have something to say and it's usually because they don't want you to bet yourself they want you to stay at the same level they are Uh plus um if they're genuine, like, friends or partners or whatever, <laughs> they should be, like, clapping you from the sidelines, no yeah. matter what you're doing. They should be supporting you and 
if you don't want to drink or if you want to go and like travel or go and get a better job or whatever they should be like saying oh my god that's amazing like i'm so proud of you like i support you uh-huh. blah 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 yeah yeah usually find who your true people are especially as you get older and you uh-huh. start naturally wanting to protect your peace like me yeah. and talk about a lot you yeah. just want to like we want to delete people off social media we don't want to talk to it and people it's just because we're protecting our peace because we're older now uh-huh. so yeah you've got to be yeah. right too hundred percent. Oh, I agree with you. Go on alone, you die alone. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) So don't worry about not having anyone in your life because you will always have someone in your life. Yeah. And if you don't, then just love yourself. yourself. I would much rather have two, three really close friends than a big group of people that you barely know. Just so you can say you have this big group of people. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I, I I can't add anything more to that. But I agree with everything that I've said. Of course, I'm going to agree with everything that I've said. <laughs> I agree with Ellen uh, like, and, and Shastra as well. Like, um, I don't think there's anything more we can add to that. Like, we... no. I have actually forgot the original question, I'll be honest. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was like going on a spiel. I actually forgot what the original thing was. They're like inspired to people out of our lives and, you know, their partner says, why would you do that? We want to cause problems. Oh, yeah. How do you make big changes in your life when people judge you for the choices that you make? And sometimes yeah. it can be scary too that you're the one making the decision. <sighs> like, there's someone that's not in my life anymore that I knew for a very, very long time. They uh-huh. kind of made that happen themselves. Uh-huh. They were cut out for a reason. But uh-huh. do you see the relief I felt since they aren't in my life anymore? Because I was so used to having them there, I didn't see, I didn't know any different. Yeah, and some people had said to me yeah. like, "Why are you friend kind of thing? Like, they're always bringing you down and whatever." Uh, but the relief I felt since we haven't been friends is unbelievable. So sometimes you just need to take that yeah. step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Agreed. it's like people are quick to why are you doing something, and then you do it. It's like why are you changing it? Yeah, it's like you can never win. I always say this like. Yeah. I'm one way when I was younger and now that I'm getting older I'm like kind of changing away and then it's like okay you attacked me when I was younger for how I behaved but now you're attacking me as I'm older for changing that behaviour please make it fucking make sense yeah, yeah. some people just really don't like change mm-hmm. but like sometimes you yeah. have to make that change to like as you say to better your life or to what it, whatever it is <laughs> sometimes it just has to be done yeah well hopefully we helped you and we will hopefully continue to inspire you to live your true authentic (laughs) life (laughs) and the takeaway from this is do what you want to do live your life and tell every other fucker to get fucked there we go that's what we do here here um okay so that brings us to the end of the episode i would like to thank everyone for listening please like share review give us five stars wherever you get your podcasts all good podcasts and apps and services like apple Podcasts, spotify the whole collective whatever you want to call it. um i'd like to thank my co-hosts tonight ellie Saz, and shastra um please take your milk this all um, amongst all the other hangover cures we've given you tonight uh, drink responsibly and uh, we will see you next time goodbye bye bye, bye. bye. bye.